This year is brought to you by TorahWeb.org. We are living in difficult times. Coronavirus has turned the world upside down in innumerable ways. However, as Ma'aminim B'nai Ma'aminim, we are required to put our faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of course, taking every necessary precaution to try to keep ourselves healthy and to keep others healthy. We find ourselves in the days leading up to the holiday of Pesach. Within the Shloshim Yom, we are required to learn the laws of Pesach. The laws of Pesach, of course, are technical, but they also have parallels in our machshava and our way of thinking. I'd like to dwell upon a series of three activities which are typically done in order to eliminate chametz and then try to find a parallel in how we eliminate the Se'or Shavi'isa, which the Gemara says in Masech, the Brachas Yuzayim, refers to the Yetzirah. Typically, when we have a lot of Chomets stockpiled before Pesach, we don't throw it all out. Rather, we sell it. We sell it to a Nochri, to a non-Jew. This is typically done. It is a long-standing practice in our communities. It is true that there are those who do not sell what we call chametz be'en, pure chametz. That may be an admirable stringency, but the vast majority of Am Yisrael, going back hundreds of years, sells the chametz through their rav to a non-Jew. This year, there may be particular complications given the present situation, which the Mirza Shem will be overcome, and the Chiras Chametz will go on in Arab pace of this year, as every year. And that's how the majority of our Chametz is eliminated. It's not eliminated from the world, but Tashbisu Tsaomi Batechem, Shalcha Iataroa, Bataroa Shalacherim, that belongs to a non Jew, to a Nachri, then it's not a problem, even if it happens to be stored in our homes in boxes and in the closets and in pantries and garages. It's not a problem. We take care of it by renting the area to the non-Jew as well. There are many ways how this is done. This is how we get rid of most of our chametz. However, as you all know, Erev Pesach, there is a burning ceremony. Sreifas chametz, bir chametz. According to Rabbi Yehuda, ain bir chametz ele b'sreifa. And although we don't necessarily follow that la'alacha, again, a very long-standing custom to burn at least some chametz on Erev Pesach. In the morning, we, were, we should burn it before the sof's man hanami chametz, for reasons I'll explain in a moment. So we burn our chametz typically in the fifth hour of Erev Pesach. Until the end of the fourth hour, we may still eat the chametz. Once the fifth hour is over, here in the sixth hour, the chametz is no longer in our control. And therefore, we may no longer 
dispose of chametz in a manner which indicates that we are in control. And therefore, after the mechira is done, typically mechira is done in that fifth hour. In the fourth hour, you don't want to sell because people might still be eating the chametz. So we sell the chametz. After we finish selling the chametz, we then burn chametz. We burn chametz typically in many shuls. This year, we may be exempt from this practice because of the coronavirus crisis. But in typical years, we burn the chametz in our shul, outside the shul. We have a fire, a safe fire. Everyone throws in a little bit of chametz. You shouldn't throw in, let's say, more than a minimum. Many people, myself included, only throw in the 10 crumbs that we gather the night before, as per our custom, Bidikas chametz. Those 10 crumbs are at least a kazayas. And you burn a kazayas of chametz. And ideally, a person should burn his or her last kazayas of chametz. It's for this reason that we try we sell most of our chametz but we those who are able to it's not a requirement to burn chametz we pass it against our Yehuda but there's a very strong custom to burn chametz the most proper way is to burn the chametz after the chametz has been sold if you happen to be in the community and know when the rabbi finished selling the chametz you know exactly when to burn the chametz because that those when I sell the chametz to to Mr. Brown, who we've been selling to for many years, I tell him, "See this bag? It has ten crumbs. This I'm not selling to you. This I retain for myself." Then, after we complete the sale, we go outside. There's a fire burning, and I throw that chametz into the fire. So the mechira comes first. That's the vast majority of the chametz. Then we have one bag with ten crumbs. What we burn the chametz, but there's an always a but. We're always afraid that perhaps something went wrong. Maybe the sale didn't take effect properly. Maybe there's something that I didn't know about. And even though we write in this document, knowing they were unknowingly, maybe it doesn't really work. So therefore, we have a last resort. The last resort is. Bittel Chametz. Now, Bittel Chametz in the Gemara was, took place the night of, of Bidikas Chametz. It, it's a Bodek Tzorach Sheyevatel. They did it that night and done. However, they were shown him in the Shulchan Aruch, say we have a second Bittel, which we say on Erev Pesach by day. Slightly different text. We include everything. If I saw it, I, don't, I see it, I don't see it, I know it, I don't know it. Everything is included. That's what we call the fail-safe. That's the last resort. In case we have something that we don't realize, we thought we had sold it, we thought we didn't own it, whatever happens, we include that in our bittel. And this protects us from any violation of owning Hamas and Pesach, of Vayiroa, Vayimotzeh. It's a long discussion, not for now, how we fulfill Tashbisu. Is Tashbisu fulfilled by a Mechira? which the Torah and the Rush seem to say yes. Is it also fulfilled, of course, by Srefa? Also we assume yes. And perhaps even the Bittel, depends on who you hold like, is Bittel 
Hefker, Kodashidas Natosis, is Bidl rendered Ka'afra the Yara, Kodashidas Rashi, we use both formulations where you have this Abitl. In any event, we assume that we fulfilled Tashvisu properly, really in three different ways, and certainly we've gotten rid of the Chabbats in three different ways. And this is something which goes on in Jewish homes year in and year out. What I'd like to tell you this evening is something which I believe has relevance all the time, but especially right now. Right now, many of us are in semi or complete quarantine. Even if we are going to work, there are such drastic proportions that must be taken. Many of us are working remotely. It is a very difficult period of time in our lives. And what do we do? What are we supposed to do? Often, we are led to depression, despondency, maybe unable to go about our lives in a normal routine. We dare not fall prey to this type of attitude. We have to be optimistic. We have to look at the positives. And therefore, I'd like to share with you an idea that I think that these three ways of eliminating the chametz have a parallel in the Gemara and Mesech the Brochas as well. I would mentioned to you that the Gemara tells us in Mesech the Brochas and Yudzayin that the Sa'or Shabi'isa is the Eight Sa'or. That prevents us from doing what we'd like to do. We really want to fulfill HaKadosh Baruch Hu's wishes, but we understand now it's difficult. It's difficult. What's the problem? The problem is that the Sa'or Shabi'isa that's the Yetzirah, and there's also something called Shibud Malchios, when the non-Jewish governments are trying to hurt us. I would say today that the present virus has demonstrated much more power than any Shibud Malchios in recent times by shutting everything down. Of course, it doesn't discriminate against Am Yisrael in particular, but we have to understand, as the, as the Chavaz Chaim wrote it a few times, that the message is for us. Even if something happens in the Far East, as this began, this came our way quickly. Even if it's in the Far East, it never comes our way. A tsunami, an earthquake. The Chavaz Chaim said it's a message for us. Kodesh Baruch Hu is sparing us, leaving it far away. If we do tshuva, then it'll stay far away. The Chavaz Chaim wrote, if we don't do tshuva, chas v'chalila, it can come our way. Chas v'shalom. We know very well that the Ramah writes at the very beginning of Hilchas Tanios, if it's a problem in the world, and we certainly have a problem now, Chas was shown to say it's a mikra. It just happened, happenstance. No. We are required to look inside of ourselves and see how we can improve ourselves. If we do that, then the problem, whatever it is, even something so serious as this particular crisis that we are facing now, can be taken away by Hashem, Keherifayin. Yeshua Hashem, Keherifayin. How can it be? The scientists say it's going to peak and go higher and higher and higher. That's what the scientists say. We believe that Kaddish can either give give us the wisdom to have a flu vaccine, which they're working on particularly in Eretz Yisrael. That's what Kaddish Baruch Hu wants. Tomorrow they'll find the vaccine, they'll approve it, and then and we, they, we can save people's lives and their health as we've done with typical flu vaccines. It doesn't make too much sense 
from the scientific community, how can it happen so quickly? But Yeshua is Hashem is terrifying, even as people are becoming exposed and catching it. We have Hashem has many ways. Hayal Hashem Tikzo. He is able to save us in many ways. But we have to do tshuva. If we don't do tshuva, writes the Rambam, we are achzorim. We are cruel. Because if you tell Chuyim we carry, you think it's only a coincidence, I'm going to go with you, but Hamas carry. Make it even worse. That's simple achzorim. It's simple cruelty not to do tshuva in such circumstances. It's such an important thing for each and every one of us to understand that's up to us. I want to read you the Gemara Brochus Yudzayin one more time. Ribon Olamim, Golav Yudua Lefanecha, Shiritzoneinu Lassos Ritzonecha. We want to do Hashem what you want us to do. Umima Ake, what's preventing it? Sa'or Shabi'isa Veshibud Malchios. The Sa'or Shabi'isa, which of course refers to the Yetzahara, right? And the Shibud Malchios, the difficulties of living under the reign of hostile governments. And I would say that nowadays we still have this Orishabisa, we have the various Yetzaharas, and we have unfortunately the equivalent, or even more than the equivalent, of the Shibun Malchius with the present coronavirus. That's the Gemara Brachas Yuzayim. But it's an earlier Gemara which I want to conclude my remarks with by demonstrating that the possibility of a linkage between the three things we're going to read in the Gemara in Mesech the Brachas and the three ways of eliminating chametz. We are told as follows. An individual who sees that he's having difficulties, difficulties, things are difficult for him, what do you do? What do you do? Says the Gemara Masech Tabrachos, Yasuk Matoro. Yasuk Matoro. Gemara Brachos, Tavheya Manalaf. Yasek Batorah. Now, he tries that. He tries that. And somehow or other, it's not working. It's not working. So what does he do then? If he doesn't say, if it doesn't work, Yikra Kriya Shema. He should say, recite the Shema. If that doesn't work, then Yaskilo Yom Hamisa. He should remind himself that life is not forever. One day he's going to die. This will, this will prevent him from sinning. These are the three uh, pieces of advice which the Gemara gives in order to prevent an individual from, from sinning. There's an obvious question over here, which is, why do we have to attempt A and B, why don't we go straight to C? If in fact, Yaskal Yom Misa is the most powerful of all the ways in which to prevent us from sinning, why do we first attempt to have Torah and then have Kriyashma and only if those two fail do we then turn ourselves to be Yaskal Yom Misa? And I believe the answer is as follows. Yom Misa is something which is very depressing. Depressing. Puts us in a bad mood. We think about Yom Misa. There are people who are fearful of this virus. 
who are already in a bad mood, even though they're very healthy. They're afraid of exposure, and with Chatzashal's exposure, and some people are very seriously ill. People have all kinds of things entering into their minds. And therefore, Yask Yom Misa is only a last resort. A last resort. Ideally, the best defense, the first defense, is Yasek B'Torah. Why Yasek B'Torah? Because Torah, as the Gemara tells us in Masech the Kiddushin, is a tavlin. Baras Lodem Yetzirahara, Baras Torah tavlin. The word tavlin means a spice. Spice means you're not fighting against that Yetzirahara. On the contrary, the Torah is a spice for that very same Yetzirahara to channel it and to sublimate it, to enable it to be a vessel in the hands of the Yeresh to enable them to do even more Torah, more mitzvahs. We all know that the Yetzirah is more powerful than the Yetzirah Everyone knows that. The Chazal said it best when they said, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, created the world, V'hinei tov ma'od, tov the Yetzirah tov, ma'od the Yetzirah the Medrash says in Parashat Barashas. Why is the Yetzirah tov ma'od? It's more powerful. And when it's channeled in the right direction, this Yetzirah can enable us to do a greater level of Yeres Hashem and Mitzvah Sabbath and Tovim and Gemilas Chasod. So therefore, when the Eight Sahara attacks you, the best strategy is Yasek B'Torah. Because the Torah will take that very same Eight Sahara and will enable you to do greater things, channeling it, harnessing it, enabling you to do better in your Avodah Hashem, with greater strength. That's the idea. However, sometimes a person can't do that. Either he's not so enthusiastic about his Torah, he doesn't learn enough, and he's not devoting himself enough, so it doesn't work, the Yasek B'Torah. The next thing is Yikra Kriyashma. What does it mean, Yikra Kriyashma? We all know Kriyashma, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokein, Hashem Echad. We focus completely on our devotion to the Rabbana Shalom. This is a very important thing. We say Krishna three times a day, every morning, every evening, when you go to sleep at night, and that's the way it should be, to focus on Krishna those three times with tremendous kavana. According to Chazal, the first pasuk of Shema, the kavana is Mahakiv, according to Rov, we've shown him, kavana is an Indian, not just a fulfill mitzvah, to know what you're saying, to say it with tremendous fervor, I have seen people say Kriyashma the way it says in the Svarim, their bodies shake. I'm not on such a level, but we try to close our eyes and to focus what those six words mean. And the word Hashem means as it says in the Shulchan Aruch. What does Elokeinu mean? What does Echad? We, we lengthen the word Echad, what the Ches means, what the Dalad means. All these things that go into the recitation of the first post of Shema with great intensity. Well, then that's another question. Why learn Torah? Go straight to Kriyashma. The answer is that the intensity of Kriyashma cannot be maintained over a long period of time. It's impossible. You go crazy. So therefore, 
we only use the Shema to save us from sin, when the Yitzhahara is, is, seems to get the better of us, if the Torah didn't work. The Torah is the best antidote. It's really a spice which enables us to live with our Yitzhaharas and channel them in the right direction. And that can be done 24-7. That's what should be done 24-7. It's only in a particular instance when an individual sees the Torah is not working, then he brings in the more powerful medicine. It's like doctors. They don't want to give medicine because they have side effects. Uh, the intensity of the Kriyashma has a side effect. You, you, you can't go that long with it. It can, it can render you uh, incapable of leading a normal life. Which is the most powerful drug, which has the greatest side effect. It can lead to a, to a depression. So therefore, like doctors, we try to give you the least powerful drug. Uh, that's Torah. Torah is a Sam Chaim. It's a powerful drug in that sense, but it's, it doesn't have side effects. It says only, it's only beneficial. And that's why we try to overcome the Yitzhah with Torah. If that fails, and only if that fails, Yikwa Krishma. It's more intense. It's a, it's a stronger medicine. But you, it's, it's a, you can't do it all the time. It could get you sick. If, and even if that, but that fails, then and only then, Yasi Yamamisa. So let's now try to tie this into the three ways that we get rid of Chomets. Because we said before, the Chomets is the Sa'ar Shevi Isa, as we saw before on Brochas of Yuzayin and Manalas. And therefore, we say as follows. We do the Gemara and Brochas. Again, we said it about Pele, we'll say it inside. Here it is as follows. L'olam yagiz odam yetzatova yetzorah. In nitzchamuta, vimlav, if you can overcome it with nothing, with no drugs, that's the best. You can't. Yasek b'torah. Shenemar, imru bilvavchem. That's what the Pesach says. Imru bilvavchem. You say, you say with your, with your mouth. You study Torah. So Pesach in Tehillim. Rigzu v'altechto, imru bilvavchem. That refers to Talmud Torah. In the Tzachal Mutav, ideally you can beat up on the Yetzirah and actually channel it through Torah. V'imlav, that fails. Yikra Kriyashma. You say the Shema. Shenemar al Mishkavchem. We say Kriyashma al Amita. In the Tzachal Mutav, that's fine. V'imlav, Yizkar Lo Yom Hamisa, Shenemar Vidomu Sela, reference to a person who passes away. As I mentioned to you before, it's in, only in that order that we invoke these powerful drugs. Perhaps we can suggest that the three methods of eliminating chametz that we're studying about now are parallel. The first method is mechira. We sell most of our chametz to a nachri, and thereby, in effect, we can profit from it. I sell it to a nachri. If he actually pays me at the end of the day, I'll have thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars for all my chametz. We know in real life, if the Pesach is over, we, we, he, he sells it back to us. But in theory, the, the chametz is not being discarded completely in a wasteful manner. It can yield you a profit. You'll get the money that the guy will pay you for this chametz. That's comparable to the first method of eliminating the Sarsha namely 
the Talmud Torah, which is profitable. When you study Torah, you do better off than before because the Torah enables you to study to serve Hashem even better. Torah is tavlin. It takes that Yetzirah, spices it up in a proper way, to harness it and channel it to Avodah Hashem. If that fails, if that fails, the Lord tells us, Kriyashma. Kriyashma is something which is very, very, very intense. That's comparable to the Bir Chometz. Bir Chometz is intense. It's a fire. It's a, we have a fire outside our shul once a year in our Pesach. And we throw the, the crumbs, ten crumbs, into that fire. That's parallel to the intensity of the Kriyashma. But of course, if you're going to throw things into the fire all the time, this is going to be burned up. The same way as if you try to say Shema the whole day with such intensity, you're going to burn up. You can't accomplish anything. You're just overcome and overwhelmed with this constant intensity, which is not healthy, not spiritually, not physically. That should be a trick. If you're in a pinch, you sold the rest of your chametz, you still have something left, you want to fulfill the tashbisu to get rid of it, it's done by burning the chametz, and the parallels by Krishna with the fire, the fervor of Kabbalah, Salmach, Shamayim. This is the way we get rid of the Sora Shabi Isa if the Torah, which is proud of the Mechira, will not be effective. If both fail, if both fail, then it says, Yom Hamisa. That's the last resort. And the equivalent of that with respect to the Chametz proper is Bittl. What is Bittl? Bittl is. When the person passes on, he's buried in Afra And therefore, the Bittl Chomet is comparable to the Yaski Amamisa by the Sa'or Shaviisa, the Yetzirah which overcomes us. This is an idea I wanted to share with you in these difficult times. We have to try to overcome the various Yetzirahs which surround us. We have to try to learn the lessons of the coronavirus, which is the, less, the most important lesson is that the Kodesh Baruch Hu is in full control of the world that we are not. And the corollary that the Kodesh Baruch Hu sent this virus to us as a wake-up call. A wake-up call not for the individuals in some remote province in China, but for Am Yisrael. And I don't mean for Am Yisrael in general, which of course it is. It's very easy for an individual to say, yes, he did it. Hashem is speaking to him. It's like when the rabbi is speaking to him. The rabbi gives a, a strong musa. Oh, as they say in Yiddish, he really gave it to him. I'm very heartened. I gave a brief schmooze yesterday to my shul. And it was a... Uh, I spoke about the importance of how to react to coronavirus since the coronavirus, they post him a saying based on Rabbi Kivegir and others, even earlier than Rabbi Kivegir, to read the Pashas HaKtoris. The Pashas HaKtoris, Vateyotzer HaMagefa, supposed to be able to stop plagues, such as the coronavirus. But the context of the, of the Psukim of Vateyotzer HaMagefa is in Pashas Korach. Pashas Korach, we know what caused the Magefa, it was Machlokas, Machlokas Korach Vadasa. So I said that the way we have to Stop the Magaifa is not merely by uttering words of Peter Maktoris. Much more importantly, Vatayotra Magaifa is to make sure to do tshuva on the chet of Adas Korach of Mekimachlogas, Machlogas Korach Vadoso.
Fine. This was something which I said to my community, and I received a response. Rabbi, I'm sure you were talking to me. Talking to me. I have a dispute with a neighbor, and I want to try to resolve the dispute. I was so heartened by that response. I have to work on it to see if we can achieve it. But a person saying, I didn't mean him at all. Not at all. I was talking to the community at large. Most people say, you're talking to him. He said, I'm talking to me. So Kodesh Baruch is talking to all of us. Don't say he's talking to him, whether it be a Nachri or a Yehudi, he's talking to me. And I'm, I'm speaking to myself, me, Ani, Hakatan. Kodesh Baruch is talking to me. We have to try to make Shalom and try to be caring of other people's uh, deeds and sensitivities, especially these trying times. This is how we are supposed to overcome that particular Yetzirah. In other words, there are many Yetzirahs. There's Yetzirahs in ritual law that were not uh, energetic enough in fulfilling Talmud Torah, in fulfilling Kriyashma, in fulfilling other mitzvahs such as Shabbos and Kashas. That's all critical, not denying it. But I believe that you have to put the Dagesh Chazak on Benadam Lechaveiro, because that's what caused the original Magefa for which the Torahs was helpful, but gave the parashas Korach. And we too have to try to eliminate Korach Madasa from our midst and try our best to make shalom with others for whom we have not been able to make shalom until now. This is what's so important. I believe Abraham Kanyevsky was quoted, you don't say Lashon Hara, you'll be saved from this Magefa. I believe it's the same idea. Lashon Hara separates people. We try to be a little more careful in, in, in this dimension of life. We all now are all Chavetz Chaim. We all want Chaim. We're all afraid of the terrible virus. And what else? Those two items of Menonu Lechaveiro, I believe that's what we have to focus on during these difficult times. Yes, we have, we're leading up to Pesach with the Mechira, with the beer and the Bittel, that's of the literal chametz. The Sa'ar Shavisa, we contend with in a similar fashion with the Talmud Torah, with the Krishma, and with Khalila, the Yatriyam Amisa. That each and every one of us strengthen ourselves in these difficult times and try to be optimistic and be talking is not a substitute, as some have suggested, for precautionary measures. That's only for those who are on the, the level of Tzadik Eola. For all of us, we must take all the precautionary measures and then have a talk about Hashem. May we all be zogah to reach this level. May we all be spared. Avinu malkeinu mena magefa minachal asecha.